Hey, Ohio Realtors, register now for the 2022 convention. We're back in Cleveland from September 18th through the 21st for this year's jam-packed event. Featuring 20 and a half hours of CE, nationally known speakers, awards receptions, networking, and the always popular RPAC YPN event hosted at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Don't miss out. Register now by visiting ohiorealtors.org forward slash convention. Welcome to the Real View podcast, where Ohio Realtors connect you to innovators and influencers, keeping you with the real view of real estate. Whether you're a broker, agent, first time home buyer, industry leader, or just happen to stumble upon our podcast today, you can expect to hear tips, tools, tricks, interesting information, and so much more from the experts in Ohio's real estate game. Welcome back to the Real View podcast. I'm your host, Allison Wiley. Joining me today is our special guest, Donna Sardula. She is an author, a speaker, motivator. She is the queen of LinkedIn, which you are going to hear all about here in a minute because today's topic is all about LinkedIn, how to make an amazing profile and how to not only make an amazing profile, but how to make the most of it and really use it to grow and enhance your business. So Donna, thanks so much for joining me and welcome onto the show. Hey Allison, thank you so much for having me. So before we get started on the show today, I have to ask our signature question, which I ask all the guests who join me on the podcast, which is the show is called The Real View. And I would like to know, what is the best view that you've ever seen? The best view that I've ever seen. Just recently, uh, my family, we went to Nashville and we stayed at the, the Gaylord Hotel out there. I don't know if you've ever been out there. It's a fabulous hotel. And there was this beautiful fountain and it was going off. And my, my two sons walked right in front of me. And my oldest is eight, my youngest is six. And they stood there holding hands, watching this fountain. And I, I, I thought to myself, I want to keep this image in my brain forever. That is so sweet. Oh, I love that. How, how very, very sweet and special. And don't you love it as a mom of two boys? I'm sure the times that they are getting along are way less than when they are <laughs> fighting. <laughs> I can only very imagine <laughs> how nice that I, was. I try, I try to convince them that they're best friends, but it's, 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 uh... they're little boys. And that's, that's what it is. <laughs> well, I love that. Thank you. And no, we were at the, I was at not in Nashville, but the Gaylord hotel in May, our National Association of Realtors had some meetings there uh, back in May, and they, it is, they are gorgeous hotels. The Gaylords are just gorgeous hotels. Oh, and, and the one in Nashville, it's, I, I don't know if you, if you ever saw that movie, Logan's Run, where no. these people exist within this like biosphere bubble, and that's what the Gaylord reminded me of, like existing in this biosphere because it was like a jungle in there, yes. and there's a river, and it was gorgeous. Like a it was green, gorgeous. greenhouse jungle. Like it's super cool. Really, really cool hotels. Um, okay, cool. Thanks for playing along um, with, with <laughs> my little question. Um, let's dive into the world of LinkedIn. We know, you know, everyone on here listening um, is going to be familiar with, with what LinkedIn is and kind of what it's used for, but it has 610 million professionals on LinkedIn in 200 countries. 
That's quite a lot of power that LinkedIn has. Why is it so important, LinkedIn? And kind of what is its power in the professional world? You know, I, I think there's, there's a number of things that draw professionals to LinkedIn. Uh, you know, first off, it is professional, which is nice. You know, it's getting more and more personal and personable and friendly and fun. Like it wasn't always <laughs> this, uh, this open. And I like this. I like the fact that it is getting a little bit more flexible in that, in that route. But at the same time, it still is professional. It's still career oriented. It's still, you know, for business people. So that's a good thing. You know, with, with LinkedIn, it, it settles in a couple different areas. So like one, it's a place to forge your network and it's a network that nobody can take away from you. And as someone who was, you know, came out of a very sales role, doggy dog, high pressure sales environment, you are your book of business. And what's nice about LinkedIn is that you can keep your book of business on LinkedIn and you always have access to it. And the people that you're connected to are the ones that are updating your information. So it never really goes stale. There's something very beautiful about that. And then to be able to see deeper into the network, to be able to see who you know and who they know and then who they know, mm -hmm. it allows you to really warm up cold calls, ask for introductions. That in itself is fabulous. Then you take another step further and you put the branding piece in there. The branding piece is your profile. This is where people go to learn more about you. Like, oh, I just met this realtor. I want to learn more. And people will go. They want to do, they do, they're going to do that due diligence if they're serious and they want to see who you are. And so if you're still showcasing yourself as who you were five years ago, or you're not really telling that story that's going to make that person go, this is the person who can sell my house or sell my you know, office building, whatever it is, you're losing out because they're looking, they want to know how to think about you. They're basically saying, lay it on me. Who are you? Tell me your story. And if you're not going to own that story and tell that story, they're going to devise something else in their mind. And it may not have anything to do with your goal or your history. And then there, there's another part of LinkedIn that has really developed and grown over just the last few years. And that is the actual networking component, which is the LinkedIn feed. And you can now, at one time, it was like you had your profile and you had your network and that was it. But now you can actually engage and start conversations and, and almost do that drip feed marketing where you're always on, you know, on the top of their mind, always posting something and people see it and they can engage with you, but maybe they, maybe they don't want to engage at that point, but they remember you. So when the time comes, they don't have to work too hard at remembering who was that really nice realtor person that I met at that parade who gave me their card. They're going to remember because they keep seeing you popping up on their radar. Yeah. So and, and I think that's kind of one of the coolest things. And one of the, one of the main things um, that, you know, realtors should be excited about with LinkedIn and kind of its capabilities. Cause we know that realtors, you know, if, if we aren't actively trying to find new clients and lead generating, and you know, that's where so much of where our business comes from is from finding those clients and interacting with people. And I think, you know, this yeah. is like really, really a great tool. And I hope, you know, our realtors listening, maybe think about it in a different way, because, you know, sometimes I think you think of LinkedIn and it's like, 
okay, I need to, you know, make sure I'm, I, I want to get a new job or I want to go to a new brokerage. I want to go do something. So let me make sure that kind of all my stuff is updated, but that's kind of a misconstrued way of looking at LinkedIn and the power of it, right? It's not just for, if I want to get a new job or if I'm trying, right. you know, like <laughs> talk a little bit about keeping your profile updated in the power that a well-done profile has, even if you're not job searching. Yeah. You know, and that is such a huge misconception. And and for a long time, that was really the only <laughs> way people thought of LinkedIn. It was like, oh, you know what? I need to get a new job. Let me get on LinkedIn. Yep. And then once I get a job, let me get off LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Until I'm handed the brown box. <laughs> then I got to get back on it. Right. And it, no, that's not the way it is anymore. And, and, and truthfully with LinkedIn, there's certainly, you know, a, a job search component to it but it's a business component. It's a connection component. It's that branding component where people are on LinkedIn for a myriad of reasons. And, and one of them could be job search, but it could be reputation management. It could be branding. It could be because you want to broadcast your expertise. You want to really provide value and stay in the, you know, in the you know, people's top of mind. Those are, you know, it's, it, it really does, it spans the spectrum and, and maybe, maybe a person's like, you know what, I want to, I want this for reputation management, but I also want it for branding. And, I, oh, and the one big one that I totally forgot was prospecting and sales, mm, right? Yeah. You know, as a realtor, you could say, you know what, I want to see the high net worth individuals who live in my town and they all seem to work at Merck or (laughs) some other, let me really start looking to see who these people are. And you may find that when you look that maybe they all belong to a very similar association and maybe that's an association that you want to join. Right. That's so, yeah. That's such great thinking. Like that's a totally a new, you know, way of thinking about that. I I didn't even think about it from that aspect. And you're right. I mean, just kind of the information that lives on LinkedIn, you can find out so much from people, almost like more than you would find out through like a Facebook or like a Twitter, right? There's almost way more information on LinkedIn. Maybe you've made a connection, you've met someone wherever it might be, but they want to talk to you. And because nowadays it's not just always oh, hey, can you be my realtor? It's like, I'm kind of gauging who I want to represent me. Mm -hmm. Go in and look at their profile and see where they went to school. See their trajectory. You can really learn a lot about a person and you can find some commonalities that you would not normally see. There's a lot of people who are putting a lot more of themselves onto their LinkedIn profile. So not only are you getting the, the professional aspects, but you may find that, hey, he cycles, I cycle, let's, you know, let's talk about this. And suddenly you're, you know, you've got these conversation topics that you wouldn't have otherwise, you know, been able to figure out. Yeah, no, that's, that's so true. You can learn so much about, you know, a prospective client and how cool to look up their, their page and say, oh my gosh, yeah, like you said, I, I, I see you're a big cycler. Like, tell me about what bikes you're riding and what paths you like to go on. And, and that's so true. And I love that about LinkedIn that you mentioned that it is becoming more conversational, more friendly. Um, and we're mm-hmm. talking about, you know, stuff that's outside of the professional realm, which I think is, is really cool. And it just adds that extra element to what LinkedIn um, brings to the table. I know I see, you know, so many people commenting, like the comment sections on articles are just, I mean, they're just blowing up. It really has become a really strong social channel. I want to talk a little bit about 
how to make your profile really stand out and really strong. So we've kind of talked about the importance that, that you should be present on LinkedIn and kind of really have a good brand on there. But tell us a little bit about what makes a good profile and how to really make it stand out amongst, you know, the 610 mm-hmm. million other people that are on LinkedIn. <laughs> the first thing I would say is this, do not necessarily start opening up other realtors profiles and going, that's what I want to do, right? More often than not, other people's profiles have not been optimized, are not being used to the extent that they should be. So don't think like, oh, you know, Susie's profile is empty. So my profile should be empty. You know, Susie doesn't know what she's doing. So don't just assume. What what you want to do is you want to look at your profile and you first want to say to yourself, what am I trying to accomplish? Like, really, what am I trying to accomplish? And maybe, you know, for the people who are listening, you're doing this for, for, for prospecting, you're doing it for sales, and you're doing it for reputation management. You want people to know who you are, the breadth and the depth of your, your knowledge and your expertise to get that flavor of who you are. So that is why you're doing it. Fabulous. And then you want to say, all right, well, who's my, who's my target audience? Who do I want to be selling to? And, and maybe it's the first time home buyers, or maybe it's high net worth individuals, or maybe it's property managers or something, you know, like who knows, but figure out like, who is that target audience? And maybe it's a couple different types, but have a sense of who they are and think to yourself, like, what do they need to know about me? What do they want to know to feel good, to feel confident, to feel impressed? What do I want to say, but what do they need to know? You've got to find that because a lot of times when you start to write about yourself and no one likes to write about themselves, right? And no one brags about themselves either. I think that's a big, you know, miss that we are not good at bragging on ourselves, not even bragging, but we're not good about showing off our skills and accomplishments. Right. And that's something I think we all can get better at. And Allison, I think there's, there's a few reasons for that. I think a lot of times people don't even realize what their strengths are because they, they come natural and you enjoy it. So you just assume it comes natural to everybody else. And let me tell you, it's, it's your superpower, mm-hmm. but you don't even know. Mm-hmm. You don't even know. It, it's hard to tell that story when you sit so close. It's hard to gain that focus. And to be honest, how many of us are really good writers? You know, it, writing is not easy. And I hire writers. Yeah. A lot of people tell me they're writers and they're not writers. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> so. You know, this is one of those areas where, yeah, you can do it yourself. Hey, I will give you all the tools that you need to do it yourself. But sometimes it makes sense to work with someone who can spin that story in a manner where there's nuance, where there's a subtlety, where the the story builds and a person is coming out of it going, wow, this is someone that I need to work with. And a lot of times we have to be honest with ourselves. You don't have the writing ability to do it. Yeah. Yeah. No one to ask for help, right? (laughs) When you're not an expert at something, find somebody that is and hire them. (laughs) It's one of those things, you know, this is your business and it's an investment and you're going to get it back. You're going to get it back because when people see that profile and it's so authentic, it's so real, it's genuine, it's engaging, it's compelling. It, it, like you forge a rapport sooner and then you find that these calls go easier. And you also find that people are telling other people because people love to work with people who are successful. And there's nothing more successful than when you have that profile out there that really 
showcases it. And I mean, what better place to really highlight all your skills and why you are the person for the job, right? There's really no other platform out there that lets you get into depth about your career milestones and major achievements and, you know, what you're really good at, you know, top negotiator and, you know, top whatever in sales. And I mean, what better place to highlight all of those than on your profile, right? Yeah. And it's so much more robust than most people have a clue. They think, oh, it's, there's like a top card and then there's like an about section and then there's the experiences. But I mean, you can go into skills and courses and honors and awards and publications. You can even put patents and certifications and volunteer experiences and organizations. I mean, it's amazing how much you can do. But with that said, Allison, it's really important for people to look at their LinkedIn profile and, and recognize that it should be a vehicle that gets you to a future state. And you want to make sure that the vehicle isn't tethered to the past. Mm-hmm. There's a mm-hmm. lot of profiles out point. there. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of profiles out there that are nothing more than obituaries, mm-hmm. right? It's all the things that you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but That's back a great in the point. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got to really think like, what forwards me? You know, what, what positions me, what aligns me to that future state and what are all the things that, Hey, I might've done, but they don't matter anymore and they're not going to impress anyone. And I don't want to do these things anymore. Cut them off, cut them out, delete them. Because if you keep all of the old stuff in there, that's when people like they say to me, I'm like getting hits that are so unqualified, like for a person who's just so much, inex- much more inexperienced than me. Why? Why? Well, that's because you've got all of these old experiences and stuff and you're getting caught up in the search algorithm because your profile is rife with these old skills and accomplishments. This episode of The Real View is brought to you by the Ohio Association of Community Colleges. Ohio's network of community colleges provides accessible training that accommodates the busy lifestyles of aspiring real estate professionals at half the price of a traditional university. With convenient locations in every part of the state, as well as online options, Ohio's community colleges are your smart choice for pre-licensing education. For more details or to start the journey to a real estate career, Visit the education page at ohiorealtors.org and then click on the pre-licensed course locations. So what's kind of the good balance, you would say, of finding those um, important things to highlight in your profile mixed in with what you're looking forward in the future and then mixed in kind of with a little bit of personal stuff too? What is like the right mix that we should try to hit for that? The right mix is... I, I wish I could tell you it's 30, 30, 30. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wish I could tell you that <laughs> everyone is different and everyone's goal is different. Everyone's target audience is different and everyone's personality is different because you're going to find some people who want to throw emoji in there and they want to use my text formatter and have cursive, you know, handwriting. <laughs> and then there's other people who are very, you know, polished and professional and you know, serious and they would absolutely die if there was an animated, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so it really, really depends. And in some ways, what I want people to do is I want them to understand that the LinkedIn profile allows you to get deliberate. 
it almost forces you to do some real deep thinking, thinking that you would not normally do. Like, where are you going? Who is your target audience? What do they need to know? What is the future of your industry? What is it that inspires you? What is that superpower? Like, really think about these things. And then don't use that profile as a biography. Use it more as a manifesto. Mm. Use it to like really convey, you know, why you do this, how you help, why it makes a difference and tell that type of a story. If you want to brag about yourself rather than saying, I sold, you know, so much, you can say, you know, people come to me with these needs and I'm able to fulfill them and I'm able to like tell the story around it. So when you get to that punchline of, and I've sold this much or whatever it might be, there's, there's a, a real deep understanding of why. There's that, so what? So what you sold blah, 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 homes, right? Like I love thinking about that question and, and communicating and things like that is like, so what? So what you are a top seller? What does that mean? You know, make it meaningful and, and get to the deeper point of who you are and why you do what you do. Exactly, exactly. And what? And I love so what too. I do that all the time. Right? When it's I, such a when good I read the things, I'm like, so what? Right. So what does that mean? So why is that important? Yeah. So what? Why do we care? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's a great. It's always a good thing to to keep in mind um, if you're a communicator, like both of us are. <laughs> um, so what would you say is like the the recommendation that you would give to how often we should be on LinkedIn? How often we should be updating our profile? How often should we be engaging and friending and and messaging and and finding new people. Um, what, what's a good you know, amount of time that we should be spending? So in terms of your profile, when you are going in there because it's old, because it's out of date, because it's misaligned with your future, recognize that it's going to take some time. It's normal to take some time. Like if you're doing it in 10 minutes, you're not doing it. It is going to take effort and time to go through it at the depth that it requires. But once you've done it and it's out there, you do want to revisit it. And you can look at it either where you update it every couple months, every couple weeks. And, and to do that is a good thing because if you think of LinkedIn through the eyes and goals of LinkedIn, the corporation, right? LinkedIn isn't just professional network. It's a search engine. And the people who pay for LinkedIn, you know, the premium members are typically the ones that are using LinkedIn as a search engine. If they're using it as a search engine, the search results have better be good, mm -hmm. right? If, if those search results are bad, what's the point in paying for LinkedIn? So now LinkedIn is thinking, let me make sure these search results are good. A search result that was updated, a profile that was updated six years ago, is that a good search result? We've got one that was updated just recently, like three weeks ago versus one that was updated 10 months ago. Which one do you think is going to get the higher placement? Do you see where I'm coming from? Yep. Just to go in there every now and then just to get that time date stamp of a <laughs> Yeah. And I was in there updating stuff, you know, and there's yeah. so much that happens too. And I think it's easy to just put LinkedIn on autopilot and say, yeah, I have a page on there and I haven't had a new job in five years and, you know, nothing's changed. And, you know, but like when you really go back and think about it, like so much happens in just a few months that you can be using on that profile to help you, you know, really grow it and, and get to where you want it to be. Oh, yeah. So I would be, you know, every couple of weeks making small tweaks 
every couple of months, really sitting down going, okay, what has changed? That I think is, is very doable. <laughs> it's not like it's overwhelming, but it's something that you can certainly work into your. Now, the one thing that you said, and I really like this is, how about the other, you know, what else on LinkedIn? Because LinkedIn is more than the profile. For those professionals who are out there, a lot of times we get caught up in, oh, I need to post on LinkedIn, but very few people do. Very few people. I mean, I think LinkedIn has come out and said something like less than 1% of wow. their monthly users are actually creating content. So there's this huge opportunity, you know, to create content on LinkedIn. And a lot of times with sales professionals, they go on and they're like, hey, check out these houses that I've got listed. And like, that's it. That was like, my question. Houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they put it out there and nothing happens. Yeah. <laughs> and they put it out there again and nothing happens. And after a while, they're like, well, LinkedIn is useless. And the, and the reason is that's not the point of LinkedIn. It's not to just put, you know, your MSL. Put your listings up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. You're ne- you need to be having conversations. So with LinkedIn, their feed is unlike any other. So with their feed, when I'm like, you hit the home screen of LinkedIn, that's what I'm talking about when I say the feed, the LinkedIn feed, that feed actually is not done chronologically. It's done by popularity, mm. by what LinkedIn thinks, because they want to keep you on that feed. They don't want so you surfing that's away. that's why those articles with like 638 comments are like right up on that homepage. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And they're like six days old. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they're six days old. You're like, how is this six days old? And this is just at the top of my screen. Now you can actually change that. You can toggle it from top to yeah. current. Mm-hmm. It, I think it's better to keep it a top because you want to see the best stuff. You want to see what's trending. You want to see what LinkedIn thinks is, is important to you. What that tells you though is, these posts, when they're doing well, can exist on that platform for a week, sometimes two weeks. And LinkedIn isn't rewarding quantity. They reward quality. Posting once a week, totally cool. If you can post three times a week, that's really awesome. But maybe three times a week is too much. Maybe it's one once a week. And a once a week is, is great. That works. Now, I'm not saying just get on LinkedIn once a week. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you post once a week. What do you do the other times? You use it as a tool to research, your, to connect with people, to research people, to get a better sense of what's going on. But you also use it to network. And you can network by going into that feed and seeing what people are talking about. And you don't just read the feed. The, LinkedIn is becoming almost more like Reddit mm-hmm. where you upvote. And the way you upvote is by clicking the see more link to expand posts. You can read the full post by hitting like. That's like an upvote. Another upvote is commenting. And they want you to comment. So when you have a post that has a lot of, they click see more to see the full post. Longer posts do better on LinkedIn because they factor in dwell time. And dwell time is just you lingering over that content. So the longer the post that produces a see more link, you click the see more link, that conveys to LinkedIn quality, then you're, you're lingering to read the rest because there's quite a bit of content that again, continues to let LinkedIn know, Oh, this is good stuff. Mm-hmm. More people need to see it because this is keeping them on the LinkedIn feed. And we want people on the LinkedIn feed. And then if they hit like, or they react, maybe they do, they, there's a new laughing reaction, which is nice. Um, but you can do insightful or curious uh, celebrate, you know, you do, you go a little bit further that again, gives LinkedIn, Oh, wow, this stuff's good. And then if you comment, wow, like 
These, you're that's super engaged. <laughs> then this person is really engaged. This content is good. Yeah. And we're going to give, we're going to send it to more people to see because it doesn't, doesn't just go out. It goes out in waves. So if a person comments on your post, what do you do? You reply to that comment and you try to get them into a conversation because LinkedIn loves that back and forth. In fact, LinkedIn has stated the LinkedIn feed should be people, you know, talking about the things you care about. Posting an MSL is not going to cut it. No, yeah. And and just, I mean, think about, you know, we're not necessarily saying create new content, but think about stuff that's already out there that you share, you know, with your clients. So like do you send, you know, what you should upgrade into your yard heading into the summer, you know, do, do you send information out about upcoming events, you know, think about stuff like that outside more of just listings. And I think that makes, that's kind of what you're talking about, makes for great content, makes for conversational content that your uh, friends and users can engage with and interact with. Now, here's the thing, you know, maybe you say to yourself, you know what, I'm going to look at the month, all right. And I'm going to, every Monday, I am going to send out my listings. I'm going to send that out on a Monday. But on Tuesdays, I am going to send out some real estate tips or maybe just some of the crazy stuff that goes on in real estate. Yeah. Stories, right? I mean, yeah. who doesn't love a good story? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So true. Really, who does? I think of the time when I sold my house a year and a half ago and the inspector climbed up the, uh, the ladder in my attic and fell down dead. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah, my inspector died in my house. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Wow. Had a heart attack. Had a heart attack. Wow. And I mean, I'm sure, you know, those stories, I I can only imagine the the stories that our realtors have out there. I mean, that was a pretty crazy one. That's yeah. I don't know how you top top that. That's quite that's quite crazy. Here's the crazy part. The buyer still bought the house. Wow. <laughs> I was thinking that was a sign to run, but they didn't. That we 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 kept going with the uh, with the transaction, believe it or not. But it does teach me, you know, that every day could be your last. You never know. Never know. Yeah, it's that's that's crazy. Um, didn't think we were going to hear about that on the on the LinkedIn uh, podcast today. But no, um, this was so great, Donna. Any last tips or bits of advice you want to make sure our listeners hear before we wrap up today? Definitely spend time. Look at your profile. Visit my website, linkedin-makeover.com. I've got tons of free resources, tons of free resources. There is a LinkedIn headline generator. It's an app. You go in there, you just put in a couple terms and it will generate a LinkedIn headline that you can immediately copy, paste into your profile. You're going to get more views. You're going to land up higher in search and you're going to find more opportunity. So it's a great starting point and it's a totally free app. I also have a text formatter where you can actually use it to bold and italicize text because LinkedIn does not allow for any type of formatting whatsoever. So that's a great little tip and people just love that. I'm also working on another tool that's going to be coming out very, very shortly. And it's the LinkedIn post ideas generator. So when you're like, I want to post something, but I don't know what to post. You go to the generator, you hit the button and it's going to produce you three different ideas for posts with hashtags. It'll give you the fodder, the thought, the idea, the prompt to create some really fun, interesting, engaging posts that maybe you didn't even really think you had in you. 
Yeah, that's awesome. No, very, very exciting. And what a great way is where you're talking about generating content and finding things to post. So super cool. Um, Donna, this was so great. Thank you so much for sharing all this information and, and giving us insight into the wonderful world of LinkedIn. And make sure to get your profiles updated, guys. Um, if you're like me and have let it linger for just a little bit too long, I know I'm going to hang up here and go spend some time on it. So thanks again so much for joining, Donna. Thank you so much for having me. And to all of our listeners, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to The Real View. That wraps up today's episode. You can keep up with the latest on the podcast at ohiorealtors.org slash The Real View and on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Have questions, comments, or suggestions? We want to hear from you. Email us at podcast at ohiorealtors.org. We'll see you next time. Hey, Ohio Realtors, register now for the fourth annual Broker Summit happening October 18th in Westerville, Ohio. Plus, make sure to join us for the all new Team Summit happening the day before the Broker Summit. That's right, two straight days of learning and networking just for you. Don't miss out on this important opportunity. Register today by visiting ohiorealtors.org.